following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the Five Minute Warning. <laughs> All right, Moby. Five grievances, sir, for the year. I mean, the fact that I just got called a bitch seems like a grievance. <laughs> I mean, it don't, it don't even matter how you spell it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. He, oh, W. Brown, either way, he be playing you, Ruben. What in the world, I mean, man? What is she trying to do? She's still in secret. Who playing who? What? <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I guess she's saying because I, I called you out about going single screen and everything. I mean, you know, I, g- I gave you a hard time and I apologize because apparently that hurt her the most. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to, from you know, the bottom of my heart, sincerely apologize and tell you that in the future, I will be more sensitive to her feelings about me playing you. going on everyone welcome to a brand new episode of the five minute warning excuse me five minute warning neither just five minute warning this is your man ruben brown the house and of course on the ones and twos always is my boy ag what's happening y'all how you doing good good moby will be with us shortly and guess what ag what's that you know what today is grievances Best of us for the best of us. I thought it was the rest of us. Look, man, I ain't trying to get sued by nobody. Oh, so my it's bad. the best of us. You know, <laughs> Dre, I'm just here for a 70 minute intro. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Hey, when Moby gets on, you never know. Just saying. Nah, nah, we got plans today. We got plans. We had today. plans last week. Yeah, but that's different. How's it these different? Because these are a little bit more important plans. Oh, my goodness. No, they're we not. Got, we, got, we, got, we got shit to talk about today. But hey, I mean, once again, festivus for the best of us. Why? Wait a minute. Because, now I think about it, the idea that you even say festivus will get you sued. I mean, tr- possibly. But that's why I don't write it down anywhere. I mean, I could say what I want. I could say chocolate cheeseburger Oreos, but I'm not getting sued for saying Oreos. But so if that, I write it down. So that means I can say McRib, right? I mean, it's nasty as hell, but yeah, you can say it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I did that for your benefit, right? I appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, man, everybody knows you say certain things, you get certain answers. Yeah, that's right. You know, because the McRib is nasty as hell. You're right. Um, but I like saying it on the show, though. Oh, man. Eh, I have to deal with that. Oh, oh, my wife chimed in. Festivus isn't until the 23rd. Yes, she is reprimanding you. Yeah, but we're not gonna be here on the twenty third. It so doesn't matter. She's still reprimanding. And this, this is our. This is. Yeah, if there's a woman in the room, you don't, you don't have anything. First of all, nothing belongs my, to you. It's not my woman. It doesn't matter. I'm so, on the show, so nothing belongs to you. Hey, guess what? We'd still do a festival today, y'all. I don't, I don't give two 
poops in a pot. Wow. You're doing it today. In a pot? Hey. In a pot. You don't want to dig a hole? You know, from someone who grew up, well, not grew up, but, you know, at my grandma, my big mama's house, she had an outside toilet, which meant they dug a big hole and you sat on some cold wood and you took a shit. If you had to take a shit, I mean, been there, done that, man. That shit ain't cool. Literally. Could you imagine <laughs> eating something? Could you imagine eating something bad and then having diarrhea all night? Bro. With I mean, an outhouse? There have been, been times, man. It's dark as hell out there. And you gotta go to the portable toilet by yourself because your brother won't go with you because you scared stuff. Hey, I mean, why you why you why you, why you scared? Because it's dark. Man, it's in the middle of mother nowhere. What do you mean? <laughs> why I'm scared? And I'm under the age of I can whoop somebody's ass. So yeah, I'm scared to death. Speaking of which, got a good story for you. Okay. Actually, it's a fucking it's a fucking horrible story, but you'll think shit's funny. Okay. So I'm driving from the family event, right? Sure. And on the back roads, you know, and stuff, and it's dark out there. Of course it's dark out there. Right before I got to the prison, the old prison. Oh, yeah, I know where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe about a half, not about a mile away from the old prison, going toward 58. I'm driving. I'm moving. I mean, man, I'm like 60-something. Yeah, it's fine. Um, exactly. Boom. The fuck, bro? I don't know what animal it was, but I saw it out my peripheral. It was huge, and it hit my car. Did you damage? So I'm gonna get to that. Okay. So there's a truck behind me, like far back. So yeah, we'll talk about that food in a second. Um, so it's behind me, right? So I I stopped. You know, because I'm kind of curious what hit me. And it cut the, the truck ran past me. I backed up. I ain't seen nothing on the road. See blood? I ain't see nothing. Okay. And and you know, it is like 6.30. Look, man. Every horror story that the black man dies first went through my head. <laughs> Do you think I got the car? No. Hell no. So I backed up. I didn't see anything. Kept going. I drug whatever it was, probably a good two miles. Oh, so it was under your car? Oh, yeah. So I drug it, and then I heard, oh, must have fell off. But it didn't fall off all the way. Apparently, I grabbed something going to the back. I hear something dragging. And I heard this sound. I didn't know what it was. So I'm driving because I'm near a prison that has some people in it. <laughs> has some people in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, I know where it is, but by the time somebody get to me, can't Christmas. And then, yeah, I won't about to stop that car for nothing. I wasn't driving really fast because I could tell I was holding something. So I got the 58 cross that, but brakes ain't acting right. Like, what's going on with brakes? <sighs> so then I heard a doo-doo. So apparently, there's a car right behind me, too. Well, the car behind me got a present. <laughs> I guess it fell off. Did I you see what it was? 
Hell no, I ain't see what the one. Do you think I was gonna stop see what they are? I figured you might look in the side and you would have rear view mirror. Bro, I, you know what could have happened? It could have still been alive. Now I ain't got time for that. No, it wasn't alive. I mean, we hope. You drew it two look. miles, then it, something got hooked in the back, then something got hooked in your brakes. I Man, promise you it was again, dead. Once again, have you seen Pet Cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. So you already know. So, of course, I finally get to a 7-Eleven. Well, let me see what's going on. And, of course, I found the only 7-Eleven that got, like, full lights. But I need to see. So, hit the driver's side front bumper. Front side of the bumper. Okay. So, that's broken. Had a little broke on the back. The fog light, because I have two fog lights on my car. Mm-hmm. One of them joints go. The driver's side fog lights. You know, like, the whole housing is gone. You hit it hard. Well, it hit me hard, because... I was driving. It ran to me. I didn't swerve into it. So, a skidwalker. Jesus. <laughs> so, then, you know, I looked on the weir. Okay. I know it was dark out there, but I could see some, like, feathers or whatnot. I was like, okay. Once again, I think it was feathers. Not really sure. I hit something. All right. I saw some blood. It looked kind of black. Last time I checked, when blood oxidizes red. Why is there black blood? You know what? I'm not going to investigate that. It's time for me to go. (laughs) You're not going to investigate? So, I drove down. My brakes ain't acting right, so I called one boys up. He was a mechanic. Kind of walked me through, whatever, whatever. He's like, well, we stopped. I stopped at a rural farm because it had lights upon lights upon lights. Because, you know, if someone was, if, if it was still there, I, I still wanted nothing to do with it. But, you know, look at the tie. I, sh- I shot my camera. You know, we video chatted. He was like, well, your brake light line looks good. Yo, man, how w- we looked at the brake fluid. Bro, if you could be a negative brake fluid, it's possible. I think I was there. I didn't have no damn brake fluid. So I went and bought some brake fluid from Royal Farms. You know, he was like, yo, you push it a couple times. If it tightens up, you good. It tightened up before you start the car. Tighten up, good. Yay. No problem getting the car started riding. Brakes still don't feel right, man. So I drove all the way home. Brakes still don't feel right. So hopefully in the daytime, I'm going to check and see what the fluid looks like. If the fluid looks good, then it's all in my head. And I just got to deal with it. I got to deal with that. Because I won't think about no brakes until I hit something. Um, you know, but yeah, man. I, I You got something I waiting know. on you, buddy. Huh? You got something waiting on you. What do you mean? It's gonna something, you're going to look down there and something going to pop out. It's going to come man. to Pet Cemetery, bro. Just like you Word. said. That's what I'm doing in the daytime, man. I ain't playing Doesn't with that matter. Pet night. Cemetery, they have some scenes in the daytime. Well, see, I didn't watch the whole movie because I was scared to death. <laughs> so, because it, it, everybody knows that Ruben don't do scary movies. No, he does not. By, by no means. By the way, and Thinner I mean, was really good, Moco Cowboy. Thinner? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't watching that shit. Oh, it was really good, bro. I mean, I, I, I could barely watch Chucky on USA, bro. How do you not watch a doll? Because, you know, he'd be killing people, like, left and right. And I realize that, but it's a doll. And it comes on at 10 o'clock, so they're pretty much almost, they're almost as... Really? 
grody as it can get. Really? Really, man. Okay. Except they got the fake blood. I mean, they did, yo, the one part I accidentally saw, because it was an accident, I turned to it, and I saw Chucky with a, with a, um, what are those things called? A chainsaw, man. Saw some woman in half, like, from the top down. Yo, I can't, I can't see that shit, man. <laughs> Have you seen The Exorcist? Like, once in life. The whole thing? Once in life. I will see certain things once. Like, for instance, Insidious, bro. I saw that. But you know what? The, re- the reason why I saw that shit, it, it had something to do with a young lady, and I wish I hadn't seen that shit. Because Insidious The things was we do for women. That's, bro. <laughs> you broke a cardinal rule for a woman. What? Watching horror movie. You tell I mean, us all the time what you're not gonna watch, and you ended up watching Insidious. The second was the second one. Man, I don't know which one it was. Doesn't all matter. I know is scared. To, man, I was scared to death. I had like nightmares for two days. <laughs> for how long? For like two days, man. <laughs> Did you try to call up your parents to see if you can sleep with them? Hell no! What? No. <laughs> Luckily, at the time, I was sleep with her, so it was, it was a little better. Was it? Yeah, really? man. She's the one that got you in all this. I mean, but I wasn't in the bed by myself. Okay. So understood. You know, but I do hate when I have I hate when I have dreams that I remember. Because they're never cool shit like No, never. They're always know, some scary stuff, some scar. Hold some stuff. girl's hand and you and no. you're frolicking through the no. through the nah man, it's always almost about to die. You fell out of a plane, you're almost about to die, and you wake up and you realize you're in a bed and you sweat like crazy and it's like sixty five degrees in your apartment and you're just like, Oh, this is that bullshit. You know <laughs> Is that what it is? <laughs> you had to look around and say that? <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's that bullshit. But yeah, um so yeah, you know, the family thing was was awesome. You know, it's cool to see a family. I mean, but yeah, bro. It's, hey, was Pam there? No, she wasn't. Okay. Now Karen came down. No, Karen, Karen was there. Um, you know, of course, all the family said hi and all that beautiful stuff. But yeah, uh, well, you know, it's the one, the only, the legend, Moby in the house. What's up, Moby? Yo, man, I want to let you know, I was, I was gathering fodder for the, the best of. By the way, y'all, best of is coming out the. Is it the when is it coming out? Moby, you good? It's not that way. Moby. I think he's getting stuff together. Right, Black boy Tisha Adams, what's up? We go, we gonna let him get his shit together. But anyway, um the weekend before Christmas, the first best of is coming out, y'all. So check it out. Please check it out. Oh, I was it? gathering fodder for for the best of show. Fodder? Yes, that's what we're calling it. Yes, that's what we're calling it. Because what I what I heard. Yeah, he said he said fodder. I sure did. <laughs> What's up, Mo? He said fodder. Because and the reason I picked that word, there's a reason why. And I'm in I'm in the I had to do laundry. I was in doing the laundry, and I was weak. You hear me? I was weak because this was the show where Texas decided to pass a law or enforce a law that you couldn't have more than six dildos. And this dude over here oh, was <laughs> hilarious. Bro, I was in the laundromat crying. 
Those hey, people man, thought I was crazy. Six, more than six is too much, man. Clearly, clearly. We and, got a line, and the line is six. <laughs> and then it got even funnier when I ran across the part where um, you were talking about the laws of underage marriage that were going to shift in uh, in North Carolina. And this dude was trying to protect his daughters and just everything else. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. So make sure you listen to the show if, you know... Um, do you remember what episodes they came from? Any the, idea? Yeah, not, the, the ones I just said were, um, I want to say ninety three and ninety four, respectively. Okay. If I'm, if I'm not, if I'm not if I'm mistaken, but man, you saw about somebody crying. Oh my god. Because he was like, my daughters were just in North Carolina, man. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Moby was about to go hurt somebody. And then he took me back. Moby took me back with this one because he was talking about. Um, and I can actually taste his own food. Because he was talking about when they, when they go on long road trips, his grandma would cook the, uh, oh, the fried chicken, chicken yeah, and, and a loaf of bread and fried a, chicken, a bottle of water. And the loaf of bread. Yo. <laughs> hilarious. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. So y'all I mean, listen, it'll probably be more, much more than an hour. Because some of these segments These, these last kids don't know nothing about that. But uh, yeah. it's going to be funny. So y'all check it out. What's going on, Black Morticia Adams? You got Moco Capway in the house. Everybody's in the house. Mo B, man, These what's going on? None about Because your kid, that's right, you, can, you said your kid is bougie. <laughs> yeah, says, you know. says, says the person it's who provides life. all of this. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, did, y'all, man, did y'all win? I didn't, I didn't, that's why I know they bougie, because I'm, I'm the one providing. <laughs> so, all right, man, you told me, so talk to us about Saturday, man, the championship game. Didn't well, you I, send out an agenda look at? I did, but that's part of the intro, so. We have, we've been talking about this for the last month. We I mean, gotta look, know what happened. Look, man. I mean, not really. You don't need to. You don't need to know what happened. I don't, I mean, I don't think the people really care happened. about. Yeah, they do. Test- we invested, baby. What's up? So to answer your question, no, they did not win. Oh, they lost. Um, How bad? They lost 14, 14 to nothing. That's not so. Well, bad. really, it was eight to nothing. They scored a touchdown at the end. What happened? But I mean, you know. You know, a lot a lot of things happened, um, but overall, um, you know, we played a championship team, and we were a ragtag group of kids that <laughs> just came together. So this dude was joking on my father, but he said ragtag. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, look, I'm trying to keep with the theme. Trying to keep with the theme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with they No, I mean, you know, th- this team, like, I still think physically we were better than them, but I mean. This group has been playing together for like I think three years, and they've won. They've only lost one game together in three years. So they playing a bunch of fourteen year olds and eleven. And no, no, no. This team won the championship when they were minors, and then half of the team went up to juniors. So they they lost in the semifinals last year. So then the rest of their minor league team came up this year, and you know they went undefeated. So I mean this this quarterback got two two championships in in three years and. You know, like you can tell the difference between um, a group of kids that's been together for a while and we're ready for. But I mean, physically, we're we're still better than them. Like, and to be honest, I feel like the moment just got too big for some of the players and the coaches. I mean, this is the first year that this group, um, well, this program has been to the championships. I think 1998. Oh God! Wow. So you know, we ain't been there in a long time. 
And I mean, I mean the lost basically eight to nothing. That's yeah. I mean, look, look, and, and you know, a lot of a lot of things went wrong in the game that made that happen. But you know, I the think the money was too. Nah, nah, man. It's, it's 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 no no blame to go around. I mean, the other team was good, and and you know, we had some uncharacteristic things happen, and I think the moment got too big for some yeah, of the coaches and some of the players. I mean, I think if we if we played them today, right now. I think we blow them out. Okay. But I mean, nerves and, and you know, people. Were the kids I think, nervous? Yeah. I mean, everybody was nervous. Coaches were super nervous. Like, you, you can tell, look, man, when you're in a program that's been losing for that long, and I'm new to the program, so I'm not as invested as everybody else. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, hey, this is the first year I've been here. I don't know about their struggle. I won't with them shooting in the gym. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. But these dudes been, you know, a mediocre to bad program for years so you know they wanted this super bad so so i mean were you the difference you and case is the difference for, for bringing them from nah, rags nah, nah man it was a perfect storm of like a lot of kids from we had kids from other programs come it was just a perfect storm of of talent and stuff now nah, i'm definitely never gonna give myself that much credit and yeah cadence is, is good but i'm not gonna say that she she is the reason like we just had a whole bunch of things line up well one year and honestly i think we're gonna have the same thing that happened to that program where half our team is gonna go up to seniors next year and the other half's gonna be on juniors so you know it might be a gap year for both and then next year or the year after i think if everybody stays together on the seniors i mean it might be us two again okay. <laughs> in the championship so is kate is moving up or she got one more year I mean, she got one more year. So are you? I mean, I think I think some of the senior, I think some of the senior, I think some of the senior coaches want her to go up. Yeah, because she could probably do some work. But I mean, look, honestly, if she went up to seniors, she would be a serviceable player. I mean, the problem is if she stays in juniors next year, like she could probably dominate. But we don't know if that how much better that's going to make her. And honestly, if she wants to keep playing football, which she does. I think part of me is just like she needs to start playing with people who are probably physically stronger than her and stuff so now. So she it. not only get used to it, so she can realize that she better get some technique down because she ain't gonna be bigger and stronger than everybody forever. I hear that. Like them, I hear that. Them, them, them male hormone genes will kick in eventually for the rest of the guys. She will not be the biggest person on the field. I mean, so are, do you work with her on like blocking and stuff like that? Or? I mean, look, I, I, I'm just asking. Yes I'm no. I mean, yes and no. I mean, of course, that's, that's the position I coach. But I mean, I mean she's also like, 10. So, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, we work with her. But I mean, you know, it, it's sometimes hard for me to coach her. Not because it's hard for me. But I mean, I realized that as a kid, you know, she don't necessarily want to be coached by me all the time. That's why it might be a good thing if she if she leaves too, so she can get coached by somebody else. So are you? So I guess the next question is: If she goes up upstairs, are you going with or you're done? Hey man, um, it is too soon for me to commit to anything. Um, <laughs> I'm, I don't I don't, don't want to come out here sounding like Coach Prime and talk about how I'm I'm ordained to help the HBCU and restore glory to the black culture, only to leave. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna commit to nothing because I don't want to um, be that guy. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Well, I mean, since you brought it up, let's go into some real talk. So let's talk about Deion Sanders and 
how he has destroyed the HBCU community. Um, how did he do that? Well, hold on. <laughs> before before we get into that, remember this is Festivus, and I, AG man, what were you destroying? A bowl of cereal? Oh man, yes. Cool, cool. Moby, you eating anything? No. Ah, oh, you're a terrible guy. <laughs> I just got, bro. I just got. I literally just walked in the house like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Moby was like, no. Bro, I just walked in the house ten minutes ago, man. I mean, you got you got I, leftovers. You got real yeah. food. Yeah, that's right. Because it's festivals for the best of us. I mean, look, and, and nothing for the rest of us. I mean, that's 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 a personal <laughs> choice, sir. That's a personal choice. Hey, man. I mean, you could go get a McRib or something. That nasty ass shit. But no, I mean, you know, just make it short. So, so yeah. If you ask the right people or the wrong people, depending on how you feel, Deion Sanders had destroyed the HBCU community because he has left them because he promised he would stay and he would change HBCU football. When did he do that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He never he never promised he'd stay. Exactly. But depending on who you talk to, because he always he said did. he always said he would entertain, he'd be stupid if he didn't entertain other jobs. And plus, he's a coach because, you know, that's what happens when you go from one coach hey, I'm at this level. When you succeed here, you move up. That's just the natural order of things. You know? And you know, I've heard it, man, I've heard it from everybody. It's like there's some people, like if you listen, you listen to the players, oh yeah, we understand Coach Prime. I mean, this is he, you know, this is not something new to us and blah, blah, blah. They're riding for him 100%. And then you listen to a lot of people in the HBCU community is like, you mean the people that don't want to give any money to any of the programs? Those people? Of course those people. Okay. You know, and then it's like, ah, oh, he destroyed everything and blah, blah, blah. With, you know, he turned his back on us. And then, of course, you listen to the pundits, the, the, the respectable people. Man, alive. I did this to myself. And I shouldn't have. And I apologize to everybody else for doing this to myself. But is that your mom? Yep. That's funny. I mean, she know you on the show at nine, right? I mean, she I I just left her like twenty minutes ago. She just left my house like twenty minutes ago. Here we go. Can we get seventy minutes out of you out of it? Nah, 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 nah. So so here's the thing, right? So I listened to the Breakfast Club. And Dr. Omar Johnson. Uh, Umar Johnson. Oh, bro, why, why'd you do that to yourself? Bro, who's that, that guy? Because I don't listen to Breakfast Club. So who's Umar Johnson? Uh, don't, don't, don't do it to yourself. Hey man. man, so you know who KRS One is, right? Yes. All right. In my opinion, in nope, my no, opinion, no, no, no. Your opinion is flawed. No, 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 no. Don't compare those two people. Man. I'm not comparing those. Don't, two don't, people. don't do that, man. Your opinion is flawed. No, don't do that, man. I'm not. I, look, I ain't telling you you wrong, but you wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I, I ain't gonna hold you. But that, man, that's but just you gonna hold me? I didn't. I never knew an opinion could be wrong. <laughs> so I'll say this, man. The man's got some. He, he's got an opinion, and I respect his opinion as far as I can toss him. But he's got an opinion, man, and you know, he's one of the people out here talking about how Dion, you know basically t- 
turned his back on the HBCU community like he was an HBCU god or something. And then on top of that, the man said he was swack, right? So people were just like, that's right. Deion Sanders is swack. No, he's not. Deion Sanders is where he's going to pay him. Hey, man, who ain't swack if he ain't swack? I mean, (laughs) it ain't Southern because Southern got their ass whooped twice by, by Johnson, whatever. But here's the thing, man. Yo, I'm just over it, man. The man took a $5 million percent pay raise, man. Now, as me and Mo B have talked about it, at, at first I was like, Colorado, bro? Like of all places? But then as I thought about it, hey, man, sometimes you got to make, you know, shit in the sugar. And that's what he did and where he was. You know what? Colorado has sucked for years. The baseline is low. I mean, they already got facilities. Real talk, all you gotta do is bring some players into Colorado, and Colorado can go. Oh yeah, to that's home. it. All you gotta do, bring players to Colorado. I mean, all you gotta do is bring a whole bunch of black and brown people to cold weather, and you know, places completely out of the element. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no big deal, no big deal. I mean, that's what's happening. So we'll we'll find out. Because you're right. I mean, but the funny thing about it is, you know, the guy is a marketer. He's marketing himself brilliantly. Because you got players leaving Alabama in a transfer portal trying to go play for him. Like, you got four, you got three or four going to him. Yeah, because they know he whether the school's good or not, they're going to have attention. And, yep. if you're, and if your your desire is to go to the next level, you need eyes. Yep. And then, of course, you know, everybody's like, well, he left. I he left the college he left at. What about that? Hey, man, he's bringing, yo, somebody quit Mississippi. The coach of Mississippi Valley State, who was in a swag, quit. And yeah. now he's going to work for Dion. He was a head coach going to work for Dion. Head coach of, um, Kent State going to work for Dion as a coordinator. Bro, you are the head coach of a middling college team. But he knows that Colorado, he's going he's gonna to get some. If they do all right. They're going to have eyes. Exactly. The defensive coordinator from Alabama left to go play coach for Dion. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I didn't know all this. Okay. Bro, yeah, they was they, Dion was in that Aflac commercial with Nick Saban. Was like, <laughs> hey man, um, you better call Aflac and get some protection for your defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was insured. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like wherever he goes, there's attention. You know, it's almost like if you're an HBCU coach, that's where you should be forever. Why you can't better yourself? I, I don't understand. We should applaud the fact that he left the HBCU school to go to a Power 5 school and pretty much say, hey, hey, everyone, this is how you do that. Now, everybody ain't him, but this is how you do it. Now, in the grand scheme of things, Colorado's going to be interesting because they suck. And they pretty much like, hey, if you don't want to work hard, you can go ahead and transfer portal. That's pretty much what he said. And I think that's fair. You know, because, hey, if you're not working hard for Deion Sanders, why are you here? <laughs> and some people are leaving to go to the transfer portal. 
So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, at the very least. How much time are we trying to talk about this? Well, I'm just trying... So, I mean, we're not going to talk about this too long, but I kind of want everybody's opinion on the whole Dion situation. Then you like, don't want my opinion if we ain't going to talk long. I mean, we can't... How long? Wait, like 30 minutes? No, I'm just saying, like, it, it's... It's it's not a it's not a thirty second opinion I have about it. That's like, fine. It's it's very rare, so I let Ag give his opinion. Oh, mine's gonna be really short. I I um the dude never promised anything. He did really well while he was there. He doesn't have any support from HBCU the community. He doesn't have any support from the town itself. This is the same town that that didn't have drinking water or water at all. Um, and Dion is all about. I ain't gonna say Dion is all about Dion, but he's gonna he lets you know exactly what his agenda is. So it shouldn't have been any surprise. I saw the dude two months ago on um I think it was 60 minutes, something like that. He said, I can't quote it, but I'm this is pretty pretty close. I would be you know, I'd be silly not to entertain, you know, other jobs. Now I didn't know Colorado would come up and I realized that Colorado isn't that good, but what I do know, because I used to live there. Is a, it's still a brand. And so when I saw he took it at first, I was kind of like, Colorado, bro? But then I was like, hmm, not bad. Because essentially Colorado is a Jackson State of, of Division One, Because they do stink. And they don't they, they don't really have the facilities that you think that they have. And But they do have a lot. They, they got enough to pay him $5 million, even though they had to scrape it together. So... I'm like, is everybody, the people that are mad, I get that. The people that aren't, I get that too. But my biggest thing is the dude never promised you anything. And while he was there, he performed really well. So it's now your job to go out and find a coach that can fill that vacuum. And also, wasn't this the last year of his contract anyway? It, it wouldn't have mattered. The bottom line is people are mad because they want him to stay. They think that he owes somebody something when he never promised you anything. So, I mean, that's the long and short of it for me. I wasn't really following the story that much, but I do know that a dude that didn't have any any real coaching experience because his first job was a college coach and he wins like two championships in three years he was there. Two swag, yeah, two swag. That's not, that's not too bad. So for this guy to turn down a job because you want him to stay in an environment which, you know, black folks ain't supporting, uh, I don't know about that. And the reason I say that is because, you know, everybody on the show knows I'm a big NASCAR fan. Black people complaining that there's no black drivers. But I'm saying to you that I don't see anybody out here, black people with money, trying to own a team either. You want black drivers? Buy a team. Other than daughter. True enough. So I'm like, you know, you might want to get that together. Things ain't free. So anyway, that's my opinion of it. It's, it's a short one because I don't know a lot about it, but that's what I see on the surface. So go ahead, Moby. Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, Deion Sanders. And I put those three names together for a reason. We as black people have a problem with always constantly feeling the need to cape for black celebrities. Like, I don't understand both sides. I don't understand the, pe- the people who are diehard, HB- he's destroyed the HBCU people. And I don't understand the people who are just like, yeah, Dion, way to go get your money. Because, like, all of it seems weird to me. One, 
my problem with Deion Sanders taking the Colorado Jazz has nothing to do with him taking the Colorado Jazz. I listen to what people say. And I watch what they do. The one thing Deion Sanders throughout his lifetime has shown that Deion Sanders is going to do what's best for Deion Sanders. And that's just who he is. And if you want to say that's me being a hater or whatnot, no. Because, Ruben, your argument was like, yo, he took like a, he's getting $5 million from Colorado. Why wouldn't he go? The first thing Deion Sanders said at the press conference, this ain't about chasing the bag. So why black people defend the Deion Sanders decision if the first thing he said was, this ain't about getting the bag? Second of all, when he took the job at Jackson State, he said the reason he wanted to take the job is because he wanted to give young black men a place where they could harness their talent in an environment that would appreciate them. He said he felt like God had ordained him to do that. So when you start off with that and then two years later, you're like, all right, I'd be stupid not to go fuck with these white people's money. I got a problem with that. Like, once again, I don't care that he went to Colorado. I just think it's really weird that people keep caping for him for doing it. Like, let's call it what it is, man. This was a selfish decision because Dion's long game has always been, I'm trying to get as far up in coaching as fast as possible. Because let's be honest, if his name wasn't Dion Sanders, he would never got the coaching job at Jackson because he had no coaching experience. Oh, he other had than, none? Other, no, other than, other than his own high school, that yeah. he his own charter high school where he cherry-picked players from all over the place. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, he really had no experience, yet he became a head coach overnight. So, once again, all Deion Sanders' moves has been what's best for Deion Sanders. Now, I do have a problem with some of Deion Sanders' statements because sometimes I think Deion Sanders is a bit tone deaf and it's easy to be tone deaf when you're too busy celebrating yourself like Deion Sanders does because don't nobody love Deion Sanders like Deion Deion Sanders. Sanders. Like, honestly, I believe if Deion Sanders gets to heaven, he'll be like, Jesus, don't nobody love me more than you except for me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot. But, I mean, like, it's, it's... so I guess I guess to, to put a pin on this, like I don't care. But the tone deaf part of it, like I heard people celebrating his little thing he did when he met the players at Colorado. And and maybe because I'm a coach, I heard it so much different than you know other people who were like, yeah, Deion Sanders going there and not playing. He telling them boys, you gotta work harder, you gotta go. But I didn't hear those statements. What I heard yeah. is he was telling people, y'all guys don't appreciate the opportunity you've been given. You know, everything about y'all has sucked because y'all don't appreciate the things y'all got. Y'all don't know how to work hard. You don't fucking know these dudes. You don't You don't know what struggles these dudes come from. Yeah, you came in here being prime saying, hey, I got all the answers because I'm the chosen one. And it's like, cool. I get it, Deion saying It's like, you're going to bring attention to them. And the one thing he did for HBCUs is he brought attention to them. And I feel like the people who were mad at him for leaving HBCUs, they can go suck a dick. Because, I mean, he did more in like three years than anybody had done, you know, since Eddie Robinson from Grambling, what, 30 years ago. Like, but at the same time, the fact that he didn't have a press conference thanking Jackson State doesn't sit well with me. I mean... As soon as his um, game was over, he didn't even interview. He didn't even give media attention. As soon as their game was over, he left, 
flew straight to Colorado. No, no like none of that jobs. Like After I you get it. To the team. Yeah, I, I get it. Like Deion Sanders, like you did a lot for the HBCUs, but like at the same time, they gave you an opportunity when they didn't have to. So I feel like as much as you did for them, they did stuff for you too. So the fact that you didn't go out your way to like thank them and, and, and show appreciation, and I, I guess maybe he'll say, well, I told them the mission wasn't done. We still got another game to win, but that's not the same thing. So like my thing is like, I just don't get the whole, we got to support a black guy in cape form no matter what because he's popular and he's a celebrity like like look if you got an opinion about Dion, let it just be an opinion about Dion, not an opinion about prime or coach prime like coach prime is a guy he's a really good marketer of self and that's who he's always been and all this noise he's talking about Colorado, if they were to go 10 and 2 next year and get to a new year's bowl he gonna do so on them motherfuckers too that's just what he's gonna do oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean because he's in it for him and when he you know he has interviews like it's about the kids man it's about the kids i'm, I'm trying to give these these young men an opportunity it's like no no you're not i mean maybe that's a side effect of what you're doing but like bro that that's not because if that's really what you were trying to do you would have stayed at jackson state and been like nah my job ain't done here because until hbcus have even more support because we can say yeah they didn't support them but man it's been three years man like no program no program turns around all the way in three years yeah you might get some attention in three years but like he could have turned that place into like a north dakota state like into a place where it's like everybody respects it as a power school anyway and it would have inadvertently lifted the hbcu and all these people who say he did wonders for the hbcu bomani jones made a great point this week when he was just like all right if he did so much for the hbcus name two players you can't oh I'm <laughs> other sorry. than his sons other yeah. than his sons yeah <laughs> i was like you talking to us or you just talking so really? so yeah, yeah man like I don't have an opinion about the Deion Sanders, man. He he is who I thought he was. Like, he's one of my favorite players ever to watch. He's like the most flamboyant, arrogant person that I probably enjoy the hell out of talking and meeting. But I don't think I'd really want to rock with that guy because I know at the end of the day, he bought himself. And and I do have a problem when people who are completely about themselves wrap themselves in the cloak of Jesus. Because the way he's wrapped himself in the cloak of Jesus and then self-promotes, just it, it, it just doesn't seem like it, it jives. It, it doesn't seem like they coordinate. I did not I know mean, Jesus had a cloak. <laughs> yeah, I can, I he's not wrong, wrong about that part, that, though. Yeah. That's irritating nah. to me, too. So he's not wrong. I just I think it's funny that people were shocked that this happened. Yeah, me, I thought it was funny that people were shocked too. Now, yeah, yeah. Part of me you. was I, I thought the same thing. I was like Colorado, like because me in my head I was like, dog, if you just waited, you probably could have got a better job. But then again, I thought Colorado's the perfect place because the bar is so low that yeah. if they just do a little bit better, he, he looked like the man. Game. He takes it to a bowl game next couple of years. He had Florida State in year three. Yo, if they mess around and be and 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 it's perfect too. All the two best teams in the Pac-10 are about to deuce out. Yeah. Yep. So he might mess around and win. (laughs) I mean, that's the whole thing. It's crazy. 
I, hey, it sounds on. like Deion Sanders being the best Deion Sanders can be. I promise yeah. you that there we're gonna see a lot more Colorado. Whether they win or lose, they're gonna see a lot more Colorado on TV. Hey, oh, hey, yeah, look, man. man. You best believe that shit. As much as I just came out here and was like, yo, man, that dude all about self. Man, dude entertaining the shit, man. Like, like when he comes anything he comes up on my feed, I gotta watch it. Cause I'm just I'm just amazed that somebody can be that arrogant, that conceited, that self-consumed, and get marked as such like a God-fearing, like do everything for the people type guy i'm just like dog you you are a fucking unicorn you have managed to be selfishly ordained in the blood of god like that's that's amazing <laughs> and i mean it, it, the awesome thing about it is nobody has once even said because you know the video came out about the colorado meeting I mean, come on, bro. Like, he does everything for a reason. No, he didn't come out. He pointed to the dude that was um yeah, the doing it because cause that's his social. That's the social media thing. Because he was like, yeah. our social media game is gonna be top notch. Like, no, that that, yeah. that that didn't look like it was an accident, bro. De- Deion Sanders is the greatest self promote. Other than Floyd Mayweather, there might not be anybody that's a better promoter of self <laughs> than Deion Sanders. Yeah, we got a message from Ike. What's going on, Ike, man? He says if he wins the Pac-12 in three years, no one be at a tech call. You right. He, he, he gonna he right. gonna come, he gonna come out to Kanye West. Niggas can't tell me nothing <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, and you know the funniest thing about all of this week, they would move on to something else. When they introduced him in Colorado, did, did y'all see the press conference? Or they introduced him to Coach see. Brown. His yep, his jersey said Coach Brown. And I was like, ain't this bitch here? Like. Like they're just they're like, hey, we gonna wrap ourselves in it too. Thank you, it, you know. Cause Bruh, you know like, what? It's it's a it great hire for Colorado. Oh, it is yeah. the best hire in school history. Even yeah. if he even if he doesn't do well, it's just gonna give attention. Oh my god, so much attention. This will be crazy. The Pac-12 is gonna be watered down. All you gotta do is beat Oregon. You are right, Dre. All you gotta do is beat Oregon. I mean, bro, when is SC leaving? Aren't they leaving next year? Uh, 14, 14, 24, 24, 24, 24. Yeah, 24. 24. Okay. he'll be gone. Okay. So two years, he'll get two years. He'll get a year with him. You know, bro. Uh, name, name name the top Colorado players ever. I feel like the I should wide know out one. that y'all had. Who's his, what's his name? I feel like who Washington had? No, yeah, Washington. He uh he uh, had a catch against. I think that catch made his whole career. And y'all drafted him. I forgot his name. It was, I can hail, name it was a Hail Mary. I can name one, Cordell Stewart. I think, I think one was a Heisman one. Rashawn Salon, didn't he go to Colorado? There you go. That's it. Yeah. Rashawn Salon, he was the Heisman yeah, one. Yeah, we did draft him. <laughs> no, y'all drafted a wideout. The wideout. I don't remember the wideout, but. Yeah, Cordell Stewart Cordell and Rashawn Salon. another one. Because yeah, they all played together. All three. All, it's uh, Salon, um, Stewart, and a dude I can't think of his name right now. They all played together. Yeah. So. In uh, the one year they won a national championship, got them to the NFL. Yeah. And the only one that panned out really for real was Cordell Stewart. And he didn't really pan out. He just lasted longer because he was a quarterback. I don't know, man. When you get a Nike deal, you get a Nike deal and a nickname, and we still talking about you 25 years later as relevant. And you're on Housewives. He just did. He just did. You're on Housewives. So he He is? Yeah. 
Man, I don't watch that shit. I didn't, like, I didn't I think like that you did, but I'm just letting you know. He's uh, He's got a girl, one of the ladies on the show. I think, like, this was like four or five years ago. Maybe even What's longer. So, so she rich and he just up there? <sighs> no, he's got a little bit of money. I, I mean, I didn't think it was broke, but housewives, man, use those yeah, people. Yeah, like I so said, he had a Nike deal. You know what I'm saying? So he got a little money. All right. So, all right. So. That dude came way too close to winning Georgia, man. I don't understand. Freaking, um, uh, oh, God. Herschel Walker, man. He came too damn close, man. Like, really? What are we doing? What are they doing there, man? The only thing that this did, and actually the idea that they had around. Where that state was completely red. So, like, why are you that shot? Well, see, that's the thing that I was trying to tell my wife when Biden won. And I was sitting there looking at it as it happened. Because of redlining, ironically enough, if you don't get the black vote, you're not going to really win. Because this concentrated black and brown in the cities are worth more than 100 people, uh, you know, 100 person population town out in yeah. the middle of BFE. Always. Yeah. And like I, when I saw the map, I was like, wow. But then I was like, wait a minute. It's like Atlanta. Atlanta and another. <laughs> And it was like that's all that's all he needed. And it I was, was Atlanta like, and, and Savannah just because of West Savannah. Yeah. It's, huh? But I think, you know, I'ma tell you, man, the most Oh no, 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 We forgot we forgot about Macon. No, I Macon. said Macon. Oh, yeah. Macon yeah. is blue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I said Macon. So the most the most entertaining thing about watching that, I'm not gonna lie, they had the Georgia lieutenant governor up there, and his face was like you couldn't tell if he wanted to, he, if he was saying, "I fucking hate Russell Walker, and we're gonna lose because of him," or what, man. But he was hating life, and every time he spoke, he just—it looked like he was trying to be calm, to be like, "Herschel Walker is the worst." Like he said it a couple of times, hey, he's man. the worst candidate ever. Hey, can <laughs> can I turn it around though and, and stop being super negative? Can I be positive for a second and say? Herschel Walker did one of the coolest things afterwards, though, in his concession speech. His concession speech, like, yeah. Like trust your politicians, pray for your politicians, like you know, believe in your government. And then later on, he was interviewed, and he was like, "Man, it's time for Donald Trump to go." Yeah. Like, and this, and this is somebody who Donald Trump co-signed on. So, like, you know, as much as we're gonna say he was like the worst candidate ever, like at least he showed like so much grace and humility, and, and humility exiting out. Wow, I, you know, that's an interesting comment. You, you know, yeah. Honestly, if he didn't say some of the stupid things he said, and 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 if he didn't have like twenty eight baby mamas that he had paid for abortions on the side that people found out about, and if maybe his son didn't come out and be like, "Hey, you're the worst father ever." Yeah, like if, if some of those things don't happen, he probably does win. If one of those things don't happen, he probably does win. I don't You're know. Right. I, think, I think. I think. I don't know. I think if he came don't, out, don't give those white people credit, AG. Don't, what? Don't give credit because I feel like you're about to say, "Nah, I don't think it would have mattered. Herschel Walker wouldn't have won." Nah, I was okay. I about to say, "Don't do it. Don't do it." <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like it. I guess for me, it just, it, it shouldn't have never came to that, but it shows me who right. we are as a country that it did. Exactly. I think. I think. I think it's interesting how the last two election cycles, Georgia has had runoffs 
And if I'm correct, tell me if I'm wrong, Moby. If I'm correct, the government pays for the um, runoff, correct? I believe so, because that's the state mandate. That is a lot of fucking money, man. Hey, man, can we say that Warnock is like the dude that can't be beaten extra? Oh, yeah. Like, Overtime, man. Overtime <laughs> is that dude. Yo, but it's not even just him, man. Stacey Abrams can't win her own elections. God damn it, she can help you win yours. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, can't. Like, like she, she's the black chick on scandal now, man. She's wow. like, hey, I, can, I, I can win your goddamn. She's Olivia Pope. I can win your damn election. By well, what, crook. This is what <laughs> this is what I want to ask all of y'all. Uh-huh. Warnock can win, but Abrams can't beat the governor. So what is that actually saying? Because what's she still that? she still has the same city centers that helped Warnock win. So what's the deal with that? I've never I never really truly understood it. Maybe maybe, and as three guys up here, maybe maybe we're blind to it. Maybe that's just a little bit of misogyny. Maybe okay. some of these same people, same same males that have no problem voting for Warnock ain't about to vote for Stacey Abrams. Okay, so to her being a woman is just too much. Maybe and look, I have no evidence to prove I know, that. I, I know Lauren will agree to that because she's been teaching me about a whole lot of things. Well, see, Alex, I have no evidence. To. Also, also sometimes it might be easier because some people are better at running a campaign for other people because she's a ground level troop. Like she rallies people. And it's probably a lot easier to rally rally people for somebody else than for yourself. But is she really well funded? That's the other question I had. Yes. Oh, she when, 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 when she hits the ground, people come out. Hit, but I think the and she's got she's got the hip hop community backing her. But like Killer she, Mike be out there. Yeah. I know. What I'm saying to you is she well funded. I didn't oh, yeah. ask you if she had human resources. I asked you well, if she had money. Well, that that kind of goes hand in hand because she raises a lot of money. But it's weird. It's like it's probably easier for her to raise money for other people that might be a weakness than herself that might be a yeah. weakness i can't believe that this woman i mean as much as i admire her, i still can't believe that she hasn't beaten the dude that she's got to run against it's, it'd be different if she was running well, against somebody like her but she's not she's running against an idiot and i'm well, sitting here going you know, hey how does that happen I mean, twice i mean i mean here's the thing right you know we could call him an idiot but clearly he understands what his base is and see, I would say, like, if you look at the Warnock numbers and you look at her numbers, because they, they talked about it on CNN, and it's like, I think the misogynistic part is probably part of it. It's probably most of it, actually. He but, also does get some of the Bible thumpers, too, yeah, because yeah. Reverend. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, right? It's like, it's like when he won the red parts of, of Georgia... Stacey Abrams was getting killed like 80% to 20. Whereas when Warnock was winning, when Warnock was losing, he was losing like 60 to 40. You know, I think part of it, as Moby just said, I think part of it was misogynistic, but I also think the part of it was the Bible people. Because you know what? You can say what you want. Like, there will be, the, I think the whole him being a pastor helps him. Look at us being oh, look at us being all BNN, Black News Network. I know, right? Trying to do our politics thing. <laughs> like, we, we analyzing things with no statistics, not no all. facts, nope. all opinions straight off the hip. But I do, <laughs> I do think it's interesting that Georgia has that runoff rule 
I'm really shocked, and maybe they won't change it. But hey, man, states states get to run. States get to dictate how their elections are run. Well, no, I understand that, but man, so, that's got to be expensive as hell. Man, well, I'm sure they can afford it. It's okay. Hey, money. I mean, that's cool. All right. So, and the last thing, real quick, we'll get to, then we'll move on. Brittany Griner's home. She is. Um, Great. <laughs> I guess the question, you know, the biggest issue is, you know, some people are just like, well, we couldn't get the other guy home. Yes, because like, the other guy's not famous. End well, of story. We, we don't need to talk about it no more. Well, no, that's part of it. But the other part that we have to talk about is the fact that Russia ain't trying to give him up. Well, yeah, because he's also ex-military. He's also uh, discharged military. One, one, again, dishonorable discharge. Exactly. So, I mean, it's easier for them to hold the whole... This dude was a spy. And and, and honestly, I'll, at the end of the day, like... He probably was. I don't even know if he was. I'm just saying, like, he ain't famous. So, we ain't, we ain't thumping... We ain't about to start no war over some non-famous ex-military dude. Like we 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 always love saying you know stand up for the national anthem it's for the troops thank you for your service but at the end of the day we'd be like hey man that nigga knew what he was signing up for like I, we, I mean I, I don't I'm not like that but what I'm saying is like that's as a society that's what we do look at how we treat disabled veterans and stuff yeah. man like look how we treat teachers well but even but, but here's the thing right Trump tried to get him out same thing yeah, hey he man I'll, I'll give you this dude for that dude they're like no. Hold on, hold on for a second. But see, the you thing guys, that irritates me about that is that's not part of the mainstream narrative. Nope. White America won't say what you just said. Yeah, but that's what happened. I realize that, but they won't say yeah. it. Yeah, and that's the and that's the crazy part, right? Because they think he's a spy, so they think he's more valuable to them. And then I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the first time I heard about this dude being stuck over there because he ain't famous. Like I, I said, mean, we, but that too. In the story. Then, but then he sent a message to Biden. And I almost felt like he was sending a message to Biden, basically saying, you know, because he was like, hey, stuff's getting bad over here, yada, yada. He was pretty much saying, you need to get me out of here or I'm going to start talking. That's what it sounded like to me. But I'm just a dude who runs a podcast. <laughs> but that's what it sounded like to me. So To me, it sounded like he knew that once we gave up Britney, he's like, well, I ain't never going home now. Because that was, Britney was his best way home. Yeah. And like, the other thing was his parents, his fans was a little too cool about like him well him not coming home nah they ain't too cool about it they just he's been gone for so long they know the deal they know the deal yeah but and honestly you know because they said his family was notified before the public was notified of Brittany and they probably was real they probably like look man he's out of this or whatever we we trying but I mean that nigga ain't coming home till they want him to come home All right. But glad she's back, all that stuff. So we'll keep it pushing. AG, Rise of Shine, what's up? Collateral damage. I talk to my wife about this quite often, and it's starting to happen. So what I mean by collateral damage, obviously everybody knows what collateral damage is. You you know, if I want to shoot somebody, but then I use a gun too big, and then 20 other people get killed, and I'm only trying to shoot one person. Okay, so that's collateral damage. All the people that died that weren't supposed to die. So what's happening with um, why I said that was there's a school here, a local school. um, Y'all might know it, Mari. And the school itself as a structure is having a lot of issues. The trick is, 
Well, that's just not the trick. The, the, what they're gonna, what they're proposing is to just tear the school down because I don't think that the school can handle upgrades anymore at this point because it's, it's it's a historical building. It's old. Yeah, really old. And they just lost the state football championship. So what I'm saying is, my first question to Lauren was, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. How are you going to tear down Maury and Maury services some, some very wealthy people? And I'm like, this is what I was trying to say to her when uh, the powers that be per state started instituting Jim Crow Part 2, where they don't, they're so afraid that they will lose elections that they're willing to instantiate um, late, not labor laws, but uh, voting laws that not only hurt black and brown, but hurt rural white. So sacrifices have to be made. So only thing I'm saying to you is I'm not really saying it to us as, more, as much as I'm saying it to uh, mainstream America is don't think that the powers that be that look like you won't put you out to pasture or won't put you all back if they think that you need to serve the greater good. So you are here with us. You don't look like us, but the same thing is happening to you. So like I said, if something big enough happens or there's so much fear, they will sacrifice you for their their idea of the greater good. So that's all. that was what's on my mind as the rise and shine. And I'm thinking it's going to happen more and more because you're talking about a percentage of the country that used to be 90 40 years ago that is now in the mid-60s. So as that number decreases and decreases over time, it's going to be, you're going to have to be much more surgical. But when you're talking about millions of people, you can't be surgical. You're just going to have to blow it all up. So good luck to mainstream America in the coming years because this problem's not going away. So that's Rise and Shine. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, because remember, a lot of states tried to do that for the election. There's a lot of redistricting going on in a lot of states. And it backfired so bad. Well, it didn't backfire. It didn't backfire here, but it did backfire in a lot of places. But see, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Because a lot of people, Hampton is not all black. Newport News is not all black. It has a significant portion of it that's black. But it's not all black, not even by a majority, not even close. However, they were so scared that they gerrymandered it. And that, I'm sure there were some other things, but as far as I'm concerned, the major reason why Loria lost is because of that gerrymandering. And they did it on purpose because they learned they learned that from that behind whipping they took uh, from the presidential election. And yeah. so and I and I told I told Lauren that too. I said they're gonna learn from this. You wait in two years, they're gonna learn from this. And sure enough, because I was I was really excited to vote for that. And Lauren was like, you know we can't vote for that. I said, what you mean? They redistrict everything. Yeah. They, they redrew the lines. I was like, oh, that was cool. I hated it, but I respect the hustle because that's what you have to do when you're actually a loser trying to win. So I'm just letting you know. This is, yeah. this is not going away. This is gonna get a lot worse because like I said before, when you're 90% of the country, it's easier to do or you don't have to do it at all when you're almost half the country but you have to do something that's sweeping you can't be surgical when you're sweeping you're going to destroy a lot of good 
to run away from the, to try to destroy the bad. So just letting you know, mainstream America, welcome to my club because it's coming. And they will sacrifice you for the greater good. Just, just letting you know. Yep. Yes, they will. OB, what you got for us tonight? All right, man. So this is going to be the weekend vent. I got a lot of stuff to vent about. And I know, I know, I know that's the theme with Aaron grievances, but this ain't got nothing to do with my grievances. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't got that yet. Go this ahead. ain't got nothing to do with that, man. This is my weekend vent, man. I had, a, I had an interesting weekend. So in one day, I, as a coach, suffered two losses in a championship game in the same day. Um, which I mean, look, that doesn't really make me upset. I mean, it, it sucks because you know we lost football championship, and then my both of my daughters who play on the same basketball team that I coach, that apparently I'm the head coach of, and I didn't find out about that until yesterday. I didn't realize <laughs> I was the head coach. But um, yeah, so we had a, a tournament, a preseason tournament, and we made it to the finals, and we lost to the finals. Um. We lost in the finals mainly because the semifinal game and the final game, there was only six minutes in between games for us while the other team had sat for two hours. So that didn't, it didn't seem like it was structured very well. And my team was gassed. And when I say they were gassed, they were gassed. That semifinal like, game was rough. Yeah, I mean, we still, we lost by maybe four or five, maybe five or six. It, it was a pretty close game. And I mean, honestly, I feel like if we actually have practice with the girls because i mean i've been to like half a practice total so like i'm literally in the game trying to learn girls names and you know i didn't want to play cadence because i'm like cadence just played a football game in which he only came out the game for two plays and in the first game i barely played her and then by the second game i was like well Damn. i guess i only got seven girls here and one of them got hurt so no, eight and one of them got hurt so i had to get cadence out there who was still in football mode and i realized cadence got a lot of dog in her she got a lot of dog <laughs> in her. She, she you put her on the court and she's knocking people gonna fall down she's getting rebound but she added a new layer to her basketball game that i didn't know existed and i was pleasantly surprised cadence was out there dropping dimes had like three assists in the game which is new to me because the last couple years um Cadence is about Cadence getting her shots. So <laughs> uh, it, was, it was really she, weird. she Cadence Prime. Yeah, yeah. But basically, basically, she she thinks it's the the Will Smith offense, the pass the ball to Will. Like when Cadence get the ball, usually she's jacking. But like the first pass she made, it was assist. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even I didn't even see that girl. How did you? And I was like, <laughs> okay, so Cadence Cadence got a new dimension to her game. Proud of her. But yeah, she was gassed too. So you know. So as a coach, I lost two championship games. That's not what I'm venting about. What I'm venting about is in these two championship games, it let me know the difference between, how do I put this? Our people and their people. So in both games, in a championship game, we played schools that were a lot more adverse to diversity than we were. And it it shows with parent support, you know. We we I'm looking at the football team and I'm looking at their sideline. They got the giant flags. They got all types of merch and stuff. And and we out here in basically R.I.P. T-shirts, you know, free Pookie, 
Not okay, not that bad, but <laughs> free pookie. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but, but like, it, it it just makes me wonder, like, yo, he ain't wrong though. Like, I don't understand why there's such a discrepancy, and I get it. There's a discrepancy in money, and I ain't mad at nobody for not being as affluent as the other school, but like basic support. So we lost the football game. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't really go into details. We had some uncharacteristic things happen. Our running back, who's been beast mode all year, fumbled the ball twice. Hadn't fumbled the ball all year. Had a running play where he was down, but the ball popped out, and they said he fumbled it. He was down. But then two plays later, he got an interception. And because he had fumbled before, he was trying to do too much. Like, he's stiff-arming people, throwing people down. He fumbles again. So in oh, like two yeah, in like two plays, this dude who's been our rock all year just you know made two bad plays. We had a whole bunch of players who, you know, really invested. They came up a little lame. I would dare say some of them quit. Some of them showed they didn't have, you know, a little bit of as much heart as I thought some of them had. But I get it. it the, the moment was too big. So then after the game happens. And this is and this is where I see the difference in parenting. Now I saw I saw the game before us in which the team that lost, Den Witty, Jacobs beat them, Jacobs' first championship ever in school history. Den Witty loses. I see the parents, kids walking off the field, parents uplifting. Hey, great job, coaches, great job, players. Keep your head up. You got nothing to be sad about. And I'm thinking, man, this is so good to see we lose nah we got a whole different breed of bitch out there so some lady who i hadn't seen all year so i didn't even know whose kid she was there for at one point in time we over there getting our second place medals and everything and the official comes and lets the team know hey y'all had a great season i enjoyed watching y'all it's been over 20 years since y'all been in the championship game you know what i'm saying like great job and she's in the background yelling, the kids didn't lose this game. The coaches did. These coaches don't make no sense. Now, first of all, as a coach, I always feel like when our team loses, it's my fault. Because I feel like that's what most coaches think. We feel like, hey, if we did this, if I'd have put him in this position, cool. But we got a whole bunch of 10 and 11-year-olds crying, just bawling. And we got this ignorant-ass bitch yelling and one of the coaches i saw it in his face he wanted to respond and this is where i knew i had some maturity that had happened in my life because that happened to me 10 years ago i probably would have been like man who the fuck is your kid like why who who are you i ain't seen you all year but i didn't i looked at him and he was about i said hey man let's not even respond to this bullshit man it's about the kids man we we went we gonna go opposite prime on this it's about the kids opposite prime And he looks at me, he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I don't even know who that is. So it's still going on. Now, now she, now some of the parents come defending the coaches. Now, don't get me wrong. Did we have a couple coaches that, you know, probably didn't have their best performance as coaches? Yeah. Did we have a coach that kind of acted like a little bit of a bitch? My opinion, yes. Once again, time and place. You got your 10 and 11-year-old crying here. We don't need that right now. So parents, some of the parents came defending. 
my wife included i'm just like hey let it go don't even matter the growth that happened in me so then i felt like it was a petty move but then i realized later on it wasn't petty as she was still yelling i finally realized what kid she was there for i don't know who she is to this kid nothing he's one of the heart and souls of our team had the game winning touchdown for us well the touchdown that put us in overtime last week hardest working kid on the team man like well one of the hardest working kids on the team she's still yelling at i walked straight past her and started talking to him basically was like hey i love you man proud of you man like you ain't got nothing to be sad about you know, I can't wait to see what you're going to do on and off the field the rest of your life. Because, I mean, he's a, he's a, not only is he a good football player, he's a, he's a great-ass kid. Okay. Great-ass kid. I hug him. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to follow you forever, whether you here or not. Like, if you in the area, I'm going to try to follow you forever. And she's still yelling the same shit. And she's like, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. And I'm like, thinking to myself, bitch, I'm not even giving you attention. Like, who, who are you even yelling? Like, who are you putting on this show for? So that that's part of my weekend event. But I, I just want to know, man, why it's always got to be us, man? But how, how come we couldn't have the same parent reaction that I saw the minors have when all the parents were like, hey, great job, coaches. Hey, because, I mean, our kids play hard. We did something that ain't been done in 20 plus years. You lost by two touchdowns. Yeah, that's and we really lost by one. Yeah. And our best player had probably the worst fucking game of his career. He's already balling about it. And, you know, now it's our fault. Because I'm like, hey, when we were winning, won't nobody like, hey, the coaches won that game, not the players. Because a lot of these kids were on the team last year and they were stinking the shit up. So, I mean, I, I get it. And then I'm thinking, hey, if your parent, if your kid fucking up at school, I'm not going to be like, hey, that ain't the kid's fault. That's your bitch ass fault for not, you know, home training your child better. Like, so, I mean, yeah, like, know, man. I just, I just. I just want us to do better, man. And like, it, it really made me mad because it stole. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, put that it's, on it's, the board. W Brown eighty one. Because it stole it stole the joy out of it, man. Because like, I'm not saying I'm not saying there was joy in us losing. But what I'm saying is, man, like I've been saying all year when y'all talk about the team. Hey, man, not only are we super talented, man, we got like some of the best like kids like i'm just like yo these these dudes are awesome like they're just good human beings like we we don't have no discipline problems like we don't have none of that and then this this stunt double from color purple looking ass bitch gonna come out here yelling wait a minute <laughs> stunt double from color purple yeah. who, wait and, and a minute man, first of all I, first of all first of all who is she stunt doubling for Oprah Winfrey. I mean, pick one. Wow. <laughs> Danny Glover. Like, I mean, <laughs> Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, and look, oh, man, look, I, I, I don't, I don't mean to attack the female. That's, that's not cool of me. But that's how I felt in the moment. Like, I, I would never. Once again, once again, why I didn't respond to her? Because I'm just like, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't here for you. Like, I, I've said it many times. I love coaching kids. Fuck the parents. I'll say that in front of parents. Like, I don't care. That's how I feel. Not all of them, just that bitch. And all the ones like her. So yeah, man, that's my weekend event, man. That that's you gotta do better, man. <laughs> oh my god. He takes these these sobering moments and just says, it's I can't, man. 
that was not good, man. Like I, I I'm one percent with you. I'm yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even like really though. fully console my own daughter who's crying and sad because I mean, don't nobody want to win more than her. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, but you know, we got we got kids balling. You got this chick yelling for attention. Like I, I so bad wanted to be like, would you shut? all the fucks up or i was like hey does somebody have a syphilis full penis to put in her mouth (laughs) (laughs) the penis has to have syphilis man gonorrhea whichever you know you pick your you know gonorrhea whatever (laughs) i mean herpes because that shit don't go away like herpes simple x seven baby the gift that keeps on giving Oh my god! But yeah, man, I'm sorry. That that's the weekend thing. Nah, man, that's funny as shit, man. <laughs> it's not meant to be funny. Like I was really upset about it. Like it won't meant to be funny. That doesn't mean it wasn't. That shit was hilarious. Man, when you saw it start talking about the stunt of color purple, dude. I mean, uh, come on, man. Full full disclosure, I heard that in like a YouTube skit, and I was just like, I got to funny shit. I got to use it. It doesn't matter who said it first. <laughs> I got to use it. Ah, oh, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. So it's time. For us to celebrate our festivals for the best of us and of course what we do every year because we don't do feats of strength because did, did we do it stuff. last year you can't say we do it every year if we ain't do it last hey, year hey man be quiet <laughs> i was damn it why man, are you why trying you... to ruin his thing i know right, right? All right man my bad damn, my i man. can't hide nothing my bad See us? That's do, shit, do your man. thing prime do your that's thing that's wow that's, that's cool hey you call me what you want, man. <laughs> i mean see that's that's the grievance right there man we can't ah so um so yeah man five grievances of the year we'll start with ag, AG you know it, i struggle i struggle to have grievances because my life is good but i did come up with <laughs> did you just cut all of us off man what's the problem <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even come for you, man. That's what you're gonna do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This dude said we gotta put the camera on the person that matters. That's right. Get my light wig off the screen. Get. I gotta get the help off the screen. Wow. (laughs) The help. (laughs) Oh, y'all wrong. My bad. Go ahead. Like like on Blind Side where they took the picture with the black guy. Like somebody called like. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Did you know there's a colored boy in your picture? Come on, like, here, like, hey, I'm just gonna say it. Did you know you had two um, two niggas on the screen with you? The room's like, oh my bad. I got you. You're so wrong. We got limits. We got limits. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> so <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Well, like I said before, I struggle to have grievances because they got a pretty good life, but. The first grievance I have are doctors that they, um, doctors that gaslight their patients. Do your fucking job. That's all I'm saying. Do your job. You've gone to school for X amount of years. You've done this. You've done that. Listen to what your patients have to say. Drill down. Ask a colleague. Colleague. Get a good picture of what could happen. Just because it's you know your treatment isn't working has nothing to do with the fact that there could be something else wrong it has nothing to do with you but if you talk to somebody else they can help you because you're dealing with somebody's life do your fucking job number two spreading false narratives 
I thought I thought maybe I could deal with it a little better because it's been going on so long, but I cannot. People out here saying stuff that's like flat not true, and they're saying it as a truth. Come on, y'all. Everybody has everybody has access to facts. Get the facts first and then say what you gotta say. But you out here just spewing out stuff that's not even true, and then you know you have people that want to believe certain things or are just a little bit feeble-minded will believe anything that you say because you're saying it. Stop. I do know that's not going to happen, but that's a grievance. Tesla stock. I got to say, like, um, my man bought Twitter, ruined it. And with his behavior, he is devaluing my wife's portfolio by the moment. <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. Please. You're killing me. When I bought Tesla at a split, it was $300 a share. Gone up to $1,100 and back down below the $300, well below the $300 I bought. Come on, man. You're killing me. Because your behavior can't outlast the value of your stock because people don't really understand the stock market and every other financial institution that, that lives and breathes organically is emotional if you make people feel insecure it's gonna show hey look at GameStop exactly <laughs> so again please stop food prices I'm gonna buy the food cause I like to eat but when I can tell cause I just pick stuff out and I don't, I don't care but when I look at the price and go ooh do I really need this come on y'all cause some of this is not inflation and it's fun to say, because we, you know, most people hate Joe Biden. See, this is Joe's fault. A lot of this is corporate greed because they're riding the coattails of people aimlessly hating a dude that ain't do nothing to you. So, food prices working my nerves a little bit. And the last thing is, the power to make your own biscuits is the worst thing ever. Because see, now I don't have to go out to McDonald's and I can do it anytime I get ready. And the more I do it, the better they taste. It's the stupidest thing ever. I hate my life, man. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> the power to make biscuits. <laughs> Y'all are laughing. But I was telling Lauren this, like, my first batch, I didn't really understand what... Um, self-rising flour was. I didn't have any, but really all it is is if you add some salt to the baking powder and the baking soda and the flour, then it'll self-rise. I just didn't add the salt. So my second batch was like, yo. And I thought to myself, I was like, fool, it's almost like you set off a bomb in your own crib. Telling you, bro, if it wasn't if it wasn't so time intensive, it was not even really time intensive, but if it wasn't so labor intensive, I'd be in trouble. I promise you, if I had more time, I'd be 500 pounds. The power to make your own biscuits is just bad. So that's my five oh. grievances, man. I'm so weak on that, man. That's that shit weak. You got me weak. Just saying. Biscuit making biscuits is a grievance. Wow. No, Moco right. Cowboy, they're not better than churches, but when you can make your own biscuits and get close, doesn't matter. What is that? How are you? Huh? What is it? What did you say to her that pissed her off? 
Oh my goodness, bro. What in the world? <laughs> Is your marriage falling apart right before her eyes? I'm a loser, man. It's all right. I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, j- just know whatever it is, it's clearly my fault. <laughs> clearly my fault. All right, Moby. Five grievances, sir, for the year. I mean, the fact that I just got called a bitch seems like a grievance. <laughs> I mean, it don't it don't even matter how you spell it. Like <laughs> that is funny. He, oh, W. Brown ain't away. He be playing you, Ruben. What in the world, I mean, man? What is she trying to? Is she spilling whoa, secrets? Whoa, playing who? What? I mean, I, 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 I guess she's saying because I, I, I called you out about going single screen and everything. I mean, you know, I, g- I gave you a hard time, and I apologize because apparently that hurt her the most. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, from you know, the bottom of my heart, sincerely apologize and tell you that in the future, I will be more sensitive to her feelings about me playing you. I just don't want no shrapnel, man. Keep that shit to yourselves. I mean, bro, you ain't gonna get no residuals. There's no collateral damage over here. Like it's 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 gonna be one target. It's gonna be a sniper. She like six feet away from me. You see how I'm staring at her? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's over there, man. And she needs a sniper rifle. Damn, she wants to suck at Kate of Call of Duty. Then. I mean, look, overkill, baby. <laughs> All right, they not dead till they dead. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, man. Five grievances. What's up? Talk to us. All right, man. So my first grievance is something I've talked about before. Like, I root for losers, man. And, like, I don't understand how the Raiders can do so much to lose. Like, most of my adult life has been me, <laughs> like, trying to figure out how in the fuck the Raiders are going to lose like and as a fan you know part of being a fan is being a fanatic you know what I'm saying like I don't even know what it's like to be like a real fan of a team because like with the exception of like recent history Georgia like I don't really have any fanatic in me like I realize that as a fan I'm terrible I'm a terrible fan because, like, I don't go into seasons with, like, with exuberance and hope. Like, you know, I, I, see other, I see other fans in the preseason, you know, talking about, yeah, man, we picked up that player. And we Like, we picked up Devontae Adams, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, Card Adams. And, Ruben, what was I saying? Like, hey, man, we'll see. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you know what i'm saying hopefully (laughs) but like i don't have any i don't like even as a braves fan like i always knew when i was a kid i was like hey man we gonna get there we just ain't gonna win and then like part of me is like maybe it's my fault like maybe as a fan or anything that i'm involved with i'm i can only get close like i lost two championship games as a coach in the same fucking day like so apparently it's not that I root for losers I cause teams to become losers so that that's my grievance man like I, bro we lost to Baker Mayfield this dude still had on like his Carolina Panthers undergarments <laughs> and shit and we made that dude look like Joe Namath in the fourth quarter come out slinging dots like he was the second coming of Dan Marino and I'm just like I'm just looking at my phone at the scores like I didn't even watch the game because I kept telling myself 
hey man, we're on like a three game winning streak. We got the Rams. Everybody's like, oh, Baker's gonna start. And I was just like, yeah, man, we might have an outside chance of the playoffs. And as soon as I felt like that in my head, I was like, fuck, they're gonna mess it up. <laughs> and like, honestly, I couldn't even watch the game. Like, I knew, I was just like, man, they're gonna fuck it up. Um, like, so, yeah, man, I just root for losers, man. So, as anybody who happens to share a team and fandom with me, other than Georgia, apparently Georgia just recruited so fucking well that they were able to overcome my terrible fandom. They just got enough people from like Georgia and and internationally from Florida to just overcome any negative energy that I give a team. But what I will say for my next one, here's a grievance and it's it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Like we still call them Florida a state. Like, bro, like, can can we just get behind this and just say they're U.S. territory at best, man? Bro, like, Mr. King, does it even fucking matter? Like, <laughs> like, sir, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even trying to like tell your age or anything, but at least in your lifetime, as a Raiders fan. You've experienced the joy of winning a championship. Like the last time the Raiders won a Super Bowl, I think I was in my mom's stomach. <laughs> so, like, look, man, like, so basically the birth of me was the death of Raider Nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh. <laughs> All right. What else you got, man? Kanye West. Why does he still exist? <laughs> and I, and, I, and, and hold on. Before anybody says, I'm not advocating for Kanye's West death or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just saying, like, why does he still exist as somebody that we talk about? Like, like honestly, he has he's kind of disappeared for the last couple of weeks. I don't know if he's disappeared or we've just had some other black people come and kind of do enough to get us to talk about them. Thank you, Kyrie. Uh, thank you, Prime. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank you. But he's been around, but he's been wearing the the mask with no eye eye sockets, Bruh, Like, does that count? Or cool. Like, I hope he becomes an emoji that nobody uses anymore. Like, that's that's what I want Kanye West to be, just an emoji that nobody uses anymore, or an emoji that people don't even understand what it means anymore. Oh my god. So yeah, that Kanye West is a grievance. Like, I. Damn, he is a grievance. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he himself is a grievance of mine. <laughs> He's officially made him a noun. <laughs> oh, shit. He's not wrong either. It's just funny. How many got left, dude? No, no. Here, here I, the, I had a grievance that I was going to say, and it got kicked out because of something that happened like just three or four hours ago. White people seasoning is a grievance of mine. You mean like thereof? Or just seasoning that don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> what? So I just was at Bush Gardens a couple hours ago and I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go to the smokehouse, get my, my brisket, my chicken, you know, smoking meat, hard to fuck it up. And they didn't. They didn't. I see some macaroni and cheese there. 
I see the cheese melting on top. I actually see some black pepper on top of it. So I'm thinking, I see some black people in the back and I'm thinking, hey man, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we got a possible shot here. You out here giving chances, man. I did. And, and not only that, here's the worst part. I offered this poison to my wife. I was like, yo, I know you ain't want none here, the macaroni. She was like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want, I'm like, cool. You know, cause she ain't really gonna eat the meat there, but I said, all right, cool. I put one fork full of this macaroni in my mouth. And I don't know if the devil came and the stabbed devil. my taste buds individually what? and then took a shit on them. <laughs> individually? Then, individually. Each, each taste one. bud. In my mouth. Each. each taste bud. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't even eat the rest of my food because it this was... shit invaded my senses. <laughs> I, I literally looked at my mom and said, I don't think I can eat macaroni ever again. Oh, man. Was that bad? Like, he had like 10 pounds of garlic pepper, not like garlic powder and like onion powder and fucking macaroni. I and then I look and then I look at other white people eating it and they're like eating it. And there's like there's no pain and anguish on their face. <laughs> and, I'm going, and, and I'm just going, how? Like my daughter said, hey, they're eating the macaroni. And I'm like, why did you even point that out to me? Because now <laughs> Now, not only do I think maybe I'm the problem, but then I'm just like, no. Apparently, white people have different taste buds. <laughs> and I always thought, no, nah, like, oh, AG, Ruben, I would have been okay if the macaroni oh. was bland. I would have expected that. I'd have been like, ah, I gave him a shot. You know what I'm saying? But the what the <laughs> fuck that happened in that macaroni <laughs> that threw up and died on my tongue ruined oh, macaroni for me like honestly man i don't know if i can like oh. i got food poisoning when i was like six or seven from corn dog from a corn dog i've never eaten a corn dog since never i smell a corn dog i almost vomit in my mouth that's oh, how God. i feel about macaroni right now wait a minute wait a minute. you mean to tell me if your grandma or your mom made mac and cheese that wouldn't that wouldn't just like clear your palate i don't know man so you're they not talking mac about and mac and cheese that was just bland. You're talking about mac and cheese that was bad. Boy, it was it like yeah. my daughter my, my daughter my daughter put some in her mouth and she did the same thing. She just spit it out like with the like I didn't even like I, I chewed on it a little bit and literally I grabbed napkins and a little bit of vomit and that yellowy acid shit came out of my throat into the napkin because I was like it, <laughs> and it was bush gardens. Yeah, it was the most appalling shit that's ever happened to me. Well, I, honestly, like I felt personally attacked by this little ass <laughs> cup of macaroni. <laughs> How do you make rancid macaroni? Oh my god! <laughs> and, and, and it had it had to become one of my grievances because I was just like, I'll never look at macaroni the same again. Like now, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna need two cosines on macaroni, credit check. I'm going to have to have video evidence that some old black lady or some lady with <laughs> reputable cooking sense made the macaroni before I can even consider seeing it on the fucking table. Uh, I mean, your what, do what, do you have what do you have your uh, your family uh, Christmas dinner? Is that next week or week after? 
it's, it's gonna be on Christmas, so it'll be at my grandma's house. Oh, and Keisha probably gonna make that thick ass macaroni that usually has like seventeen thousand pounds of cheese on it. And it's fucking <laughs> the most amazing shit ever. But right now, I'm just gonna look at it and be like, nah. Come like on, I don't man, even you trust give you. it a chance. You can't just nah, let I don't it even go, trust man. you, man. Like yo, I felt so deceived and heartbroken <laughs> over this macaroni, man. <laughs> Were you betrayed? Know, did it? Did they betray but, you? They didn't just betray me. They because, like I said, if it was bland. Ah, charges the game. But you said there were black people back there. That's why I said deceived. (coughs) Exactly. Exactly. Garlic powder and powder. What garlic belong in mac and cheese? It don't. That was the most disgusting thing that's ever been in my mouth. And I think when I was younger, my mom, my grandma accidentally gave me some bleach of that drink. And that pales. And I, I would drink bleach. I felt like drinking bleach after I put that macaroni in my mouth just to disinfect and kill whatever. Disinfect. It... <laughs> you had to disinfect your taste buds. Uh, all, right, all right, Trump. Calm down over there. Look, man, that 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 macaroni stole a piece of my soul, man. <laughs> it really stole a piece of my soul. And, and and she's over here laughing. She was laughing when I first thought about it because she saw my reaction too. Have I ever had that reaction to anything food wise? Like, no, I've never ever been so appalled by any food in my life. Appalled, betrayed, deceived. <laughs> wow. I I wouldn't feed that macaroni to serial killers like child molester wow. I mean, no man this is this is extreme man like you don't do that to human pee- beings man that's wrong that's wrong <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god wow oh man ah okay so. final grievance okay man, I, I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold you it's my final grievance and I didn't think I didn't think it would get here but it's here. I don't want to see any more black people on Fox News, man. And I, I know, I know that sounds like so trivial, but 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 it's just like, look, man. Like at some point in time, man. They're the worst people ever, man. At some point in time, there has to be limits into the amount of cooning one can do before they actually are a fucking raccoon <laughs> like at, at some point in time your genealogy has to change by doing that high level of tap dancing for massa like it's it's and i shouldn't say all black people because i think there's probably one or two black people that popped on fox news where i feel like they going up there to try to prove a point but ain't nobody listening to them but the other ones that feel like if they suck enough white penis that somebody might invite them to the table fuck all of y'all man like, look, i'm not mad at black republicans i've said I've, I've stated several times before like if you believe in the politics of republicans i agree with some of the political stances that republicans have i mean I, sometimes i think it's it's from a place of naivete like if it's like all things being equal this is how it should be but we know all things aren't equal but they still generally have political policies that act like the american dream is the same thing for fucking everybody but hey i'm not mad at any black person for being like hey i believe in republican views but what i am saying if you're one of those black people who feel like you have to ride 
with all Republicans be like you some type of political blood like you out here sue wooing for politics sue wooing um yeah man go, go find all the dicks and put them in your mouth <laughs> at the same time <laughs> oh god and that's my last grievance man ah well Moby I'm gonna tell you like I tell my wife those black people will, will continue to propagate because they have way they have way too much value look man i get it man look i get wanting to eat at the table where you feel like all the good food is i get it my dog does it every day my dogs do it every day i got i got food on a tray they sit there my my one dog brownie she's the republican she sits there nicely as if like hey if i sit here and don't say shit and just act like everything is great Maybe give him a little tongue action, smile, because my dog actually smiles a little bit. Maybe either he'll let me come to the table or he'll drop a scrap for me. At some point in time, Mr. Black Person Tap Dance for White People, why don't you just go cook your own fucking food instead of begging this white man for a scrap? Truth. Ooh. That was good. And I got to follow that. That's you awesome. kind of do. Good luck to you. All right. You're, you're a hater extraordinaire, man. This this should be easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't downplay your hate. All right. So my first grievance of the year is we don't support one another when it's time to support one another. It, it, it annoys the piss out of me. It, you know. And we'll talk about Dion very briefly. I'm about to say, but they'll come out and cape for Dion. Damn straight. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Oh, them niggas was out there. Yeah, man. It's just like, but that, <laughs> that Kanye West. Ooh, they flew down the sketches with him. Yeah. Once again, we don't support one another when it's time to properly. Like, you know, I understand cape for some people. Hey, man, how about you cape for that black kid in Florida who won a congressional seat at the age of like 22? He's the youngest person in congress and he's a democrat and he's black like that you support that motherfucker you don't support the foolishness of what kanye west and and michael and michael irvin that's um kyrie irvin did you don't support that dumb shit so like yeah that's so dumb but then it goes to my second one we're not condemning the people we need to condemn and i mean Bro, like, because you're a hater if you do that. I mean, hate, 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 hate all day. Like, I mean, are, are you kidding me? You're sitting here and like, yeah, Ky- Kyrie Irving. If you say one positive thing about the fuck Kyrie Irving said, we done. Like, I need you to f- think about that sentence you about to come out with. Same thing with Kanye West punk ass. Like, I, I need you to think about this shit before you say it. It's, and it just kills me that. We waste time in that, and it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, number three, yo, McDonald's, man. Stop feeding us these fucking lies and do as you gonna say. You said this year is the last year that fucking McRib. Don't bring that shit back no more. Don't bring shit back in 2023. They're bringing it back? Fuck no. Okay. They're not supposed to, but every year they say they're not bringing that shit back. And somehow that processed piece of, I want to call it meat, but we know it's not meat. 
comes back every fucking year. It's the worst. Look at his face. Bro, you, you might as well be out here thinking Deion Sanders really care about the kids. Don't bring the nigga back, man. Yo, I'm done with that shit, man. Stop killing people with that. Well, they're killing people with everything they make, but I'm just Yeah, saying. man. Nah, but that shit is instant. <laughs> That's death, extra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool to kill people slowly, but with that shit, it's pretty much like... Look, man, McDonald's has all this processed meat, and as they collect it through the years, oh. they go, oh, shit, what are we going to do with this excess? <laughs> Let's press it together, put some onions on it, put it on a bun, and call it a McRib. nasty-ass McRib. So that's why the McRib's going to be back, because they're not going to waste this scrap meat. <sighs> Telling you, that's going to be a problem. But it's a problem every year because they keep fucking bringing it back. Stop it. Um. Hey, man. Stop. Tr- number four. Stop trying to convince us that some people are leaders when they're not. Look, man. Herschel Walker couldn't lead shit into a toilet. Like, I don't, I don't know. Man. He, he acted like a leader in his own um, concession speech. Well, he probably didn't write that. So, like, I don't, uh, first of all, nobody wrote that. <laughs> you heard the vernacular that was used in and, and, no, and nobody with a 6th grade education and grammar wrote that for Herschel Walker that shit came from the heart bro <laughs> yep about 5th grade education came from the heart I mean but yo man like I'm telling you and I'm, I'm gonna go back briefly to it yo just looking at that dude's face man every time they asked him about they talked about it I mean, he was there for that reason, man. On CNN, he just looked like he wanted people to kill him every fucking time. He he had to talk about it. He just looked, oh my God. He looked like, why did I sign up for this bullshit? This is punishment. And he had Van Jones giving somebody the side eye. And that, that nigga don't ever give nobody. <laughs> like, he, he is the ultimate, I ain't gonna shit on no Republican, the Democrat. He man. Somebody started talking about Hershey, he was like, Bro, <laughs> his head tilted down. I was like, "Oh shit! I ain't never seen, I ain't never seen the top of Van Jones' head before." Man, I'm telling you, I feel like if him and Herschel were in a room by himself and he could fight, he would do his best to kick Herschel Walker's ass. Because <laughs> I think he took it personal that this motherfucker was running for anything in politics with an R beside his name. He took that shit personal, and he's just like. Worst candidate ever. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> and that's saying something. Being that like, <laughs> Trump was a candidate. Yeah, he was like the lieutenant governor of Georgia, and he was just like, this is the worst candidate ever. I felt like he wanted to apologize to like everybody, but then when you saw, you know, him get forty-eight percent of the vote, it's like, what the fuck? I, like, I really felt like he wouldn't look at the camera and be like, Georgia the fuck is wrong with (laughs) y'all like i felt like he wanted to say that man because yo i'm telling you every time he they talked to him about him it was like (sighs) gritting his teeth it was worse like he probably would have i think if he did you think he wanted to say this nigga here did you think he wanted to start (laughs) this nigga here i mean (laughs) but you know here's the thing right if he had said that Everybody up there would agree with him. I think somebody. I think we gave him a pass. But like, yeah, we got. You get that one. You get that one. I almost feel like CNN invited him up there just to laugh. Like, 
He was literally comic relief, man, for like three hours. And all he could talk about how fucking terrible Herschel Walker was. It was... And then there was a time where he got the lead. I know he rolled his eyes a couple times, bro. You talking about fucking entertainment? That was entertainment. But the last thing is, man, yo, man, I need for people out here to stop using the term mental health for a lack of common sense or just being dumb. Because look, man, it's okay. Stupidity is a mental health problem. Yeah, I mean, like, if stupidity is a mental health problem, yeah, we I don't know how you cure stupidity, but like, come on, man, we we just can't be saying people out here got mental health when they go do something crazy. I mean, it's sure, what we can. It is. I mean, sure we can. You know, you can as long but, as they're white. I mean, as long as they're white. You know, it it doesn't even matter what color because both colors use it now, and it's like yeah, we use it to try to defend black people. White people use it just, just cause. <laughs> and, and, and we usually, I'm just saying, we, we use it out in public. We we use it out in public. Like, you know, we hear some white people talking, hey man, mental health is a real thing. But then when we be in circles with all black people, like, nah, that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that guy. Look, man. <laughs> look, and I'm not going to bring up anything specific, but we all know the difference between, yeah, that dude may have some mental problems nah that dude is fucked up he dumb as hell he's stupid like we we all know the difference man and we gotta stop being we gotta stop being ignorant to that you're right because we trivialize it like we don't like to simplify things and being like that nigga crazy but sometimes that nigga crazy that nigga crazy <laughs> it's just what it is man. it don't matter what you diagnose that, that nigga crazy and you know for you to say that right now and for me to have listened to old shows how you would correct us and reprimand us about that Once it again, is ironic because, because, man I'm because like because what I had I had a moment just there where I acted like we was the only ones in the room cause like I said out in public we gotta be like nah oh man mental health is a thing for us too but like you know if we was if this podcast went on and we was just talking Talking about some of these these dudes like all right if some black dude rolled up in the school and killed a whole bunch of people randomly and shot himself we might up on air be like hey mental health is a real thing if it was just us talking we'd be like bro like nah nah fuck the mental health thing that's not that nigga forever fuck counseling that nigga don't need no hug that nigga need a gun bullet in his head that's what he <laughs> But yeah, man, we just got to, <laughs> next on 2023, man, we just got to be real with that, man, because I'm sick of everything being, because everything ain't mental health, man. It, it's just I mean, not. Some things are just choices. Yeah. You know <laughs> some I mean? things are just choices. <laughs> you know, you make a bad choice. I mean, you go up and shoot a whole bunch of people and then kill yourself. I mean, nah, that ain't really mental health, man. That's, I made a choice to do this shit today, and that's what it is. Like, I mean, we just got to, we got to call it for what it is, man. And that's, that's how we heal from this shit. We heal from that because. Did you really just go to that? That's right. <laughs> because, you I mean, that's, and that's the coolest thing when you're at the family, you had a family gathering or whatever. And you hear that. I, I don't want to call them the elders, but you know, parents and uncles and stuff be talking. Yo, they be talking that real shit. 
and you know and don't nobody say mental health nope nobody <laughs> <laughs> once again you just proved my point don't nobody yeah, say mental not health at all. and i mean we got so nobody be like you know uncle terry you know he he's bipolar don't know. or like or like you know i mean you, you've seen it man and they use certain terms that you know what that shit mean when it came out and it's just like i mean you know he who, ain't right you know he ain't right yeah. <laughs> Everybody know what that term is. You know he ain't right. Yeah, me, yo. you know he ain't all there. I mean, that's the thing, man. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like I feel like the world is like mental health, mental health. Nah, that's just some dumbass shit. Like, we gotta we gotta call it. At least we gotta call it for what it is, man. I mean, if some if somebody accused us call it mental health, but they just did some dumbass shit. I mean, it's what it is, bro. And I'm not trying to be mean or disrespectful, but you know, had we not had COVID, we would not be talking about mental health at all. Because we didn't start talking about that shit till COVID. Because people apparently had mental health. How come nobody out there working? Because they got mental health. I mean, and no, I have no idea how R. Kelly made an album in jail. But he won't in the like, he won't in the in jail jail. That dude was in there at Martha Stewart jail, so you know, it'd it be my response you know, is what else he got to do? Well, I mean, I assume I bet, he recorded I bet, it. I bet, I bet R. Kelly up in there cooking up some heat right now. <laughs> I, I, I told when I said, Man, if I was R. Kelly, I would get a suit on them, you know what I'm saying? I would just start writing music for other people as some random suit on them create some random LLC, send music to artists, and then like two or three later, be like, gotcha, bitch. That was me. All that stuff you've been bumping for the last two years, that was me. <laughs> you gonna stop You gonna stop playing it now? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that's my grievances, and I appreciate everybody sharing that grievances and stuff like that. Very quickly, AG, what's on your mind? It's the Christmas season. We got one more show that we're actually going to be on. Just want to wish everybody uh, happy holidays. Be safe out there. Eat till you go to sleep. Watch a lot of football or whatever you do. See you next year. All right. Moby. Don't eat macaroni and cheese at Bush Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. But honestly, like, there's nothing else on my mind. I can't. After that, like I'm pretty much brain dead as far as anything else goes. Like, well, at least you didn't finish eating it because you could have got the bubble guts. Bro, I didn't even swallow it. Like it just, God. As, as soon as it hit, I was just like, nah, bro. It just ruined his taste buds. Yeah, it, it destroyed him, man. I mean, garlic. Like, I really, did, I really didn't eat all my food. I gave some food. I was like, man, I can't, I can't do it. Then what? It's no homework. Why did she say no homework? Because, uh, because. I'm gonna let Moby talk about that. Cause I didn't swallow it. Wow! Wow! That was good. That was good. That was good. You got me. My mouth was open and everything. Uh. <laughs> oh God. Um. So yeah, like Ag said, we have one show next week. Um. I will not be on that show. So you have a special Moby and Ag show to close you out for the year. Um. So I ain't gonna talk about you too bad. I mean, I know oh, we're gonna talk about it really bad. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, um, you do. I really don't. If I cared, we would. This show would be operating right now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 
But so, so if we you don't get that episode, that means Ruben heard it and was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Anybody to post these dudes hating on me for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, so yeah, but we're not as as AG mentioned, we're not gonna leave you empty for the holidays. We're gonna have a best of for the holidays. We're gonna have um some other things. So my advice to you is to go to wherever you get your podcast and you download and you you become um excuse me and you um subscribe to it because all this stuff will be on the podcast um for the rest of the year we will be back on the 8th um of january at this point in time um that could change but right now we're looking at the 8th of january um but yeah, we got some stuff coming for the holidays. We got a best of. We gonna um, get we gonna get a best of. Hey, ladies. That's, I mean, it's, 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 it's gonna be a hodgepodge. It's gonna be some best stuff. Of, hey, ladies, and I need I need us in 2023 to do a better job of bringing up Tyler Perry issues so we can get AG at his peak, <laughs> at his peak <laughs> veracity about issues we need to find more tyler perry issues because that's the heat we need why do you want to take me back to that place man because yeah. it was fire it was it was probably 20 of the greatest minutes this podcast has ever seen <laughs> <laughs> for ag definitely that was no 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 point blank period that was some of the because it was so unexpected yeah but like no. we weren't ready for it yeah, but we've done a lot more that we weren't ready for. Lord knows, know, man. Like that—that that did it for me. That was a dark place, man. <laughs> I, 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 dark I, did, place. I never knew he had that passion about that. Dude, uh, you just don't understand. So, mm. like I said, like I said, um, definitely subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Um, next week, you know, our last show of the season of the year. Excuse me. So that's gonna be awesome. And hey, if I don't talk to you before i want everybody to have a happy holiday and all that beautiful stuff um no dre for va will not play the part of ruben so there's there's some things that won't change that's one of them um and all that beautiful stuff so once again thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast today um thank you to ag and mo b for being on the podcast with me and making the podcast as awesome as it is you know thank you for all the guest stars that we had this year this past year we're gonna start 2023 great it's gonna be awesome i'm excited we got some works in the plans and plans in the works and whatever i'm just spewing out words but um once again tell a friend tell an enemy just tell somebody about us sundays 9 p.m eastern standard time hey look I appreciate everyone. Have a happy holidays. Peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. 
You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.